your normal beginning of the summer Villanera shit. Welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my beautiful co-host, Alyssa. <laughs> you were throwing me off. <laughs> I know. I literally started that and I went, I think I forgot our intro. <laughs> You're like, welcome back. I'm fucking beautiful. Like, thank you. Hi, honeybee. <laughs> but I am thrown off. <laughs> All right. Clearly, guys, this is a whole hot mess of an episode already to start because, um... As if any of you follow us on Instagram, we decided to take a couple weeks off. We needed it. Yeah, there's um, a little mental break that needed to happen. Yeah, um, which if you guys have been here since season one, we think it's usually about this time, episode like 10 to 15, we end up taking a break anyway. We just took it a little earlier this time. There was a lot going on for both of us <laughs> in our personal lives like just a lot of moving parts that just felt like we need a break so we took it yeah we always want to give you guys content and throw put our episodes out every yeah. week but sometimes it's just better to take care of our mental health especially because we are still working full-time jobs side hustles and all of that jazz on top of editing and doing <laughs> episodes so like sometimes life just gets you the, be- the best of you so we're yeah. here happy monday monday <laughs> It is Sunday here for us. Yeah. Um, but happy Monday when this episode is releasing. We hope you are doing well. Joss, how was your week? You got anything happen? Uh, maybe. Um, yes. So, uh, first of all, uh, have, have you seen the Yellowstone flooding? No. What's going on there? Oh, my God. Okay. So, I'm only saying this because literally no one knows what's happening. And I only know it because somebody mentioned it to me at work. So, Yellowstone is having massive flooding right now like the worst flooding they've seen in over 100 years oh my god um the upper northern part of the park is completely closed off and the roads are completely washed away there are houses falling in there are cars stranded like on the roads and things like that so Whoa. yeah so i think probably by the time this episode comes out um i know that they were moving everybody out of the park but i'm assuming probably by the time again this episode comes out everybody's going to be out of the park and the park is going to be closed permanently until further notice um because there is such terrible flooding happening and i just it breaks my heart to see this because like the road follows the river and the river because it is flowing so quickly and there is so much water it is washed away the road and there are there were people like stranded in the road like cars that were like stuck between like two washout points and like we're having to be rescued via like helicopter lifts oh my land so yeah did they say they're trying to combat it like did they think it's gonna stop there's no way to combat if you look at how wide this river is like there's nothing you can do it's just you gotta let it go and you gotta get everybody just earth out. being earth yeah yeah um and i know that this is also affecting any of the farmers that are right around yellowstone um they're having massive flooding and their cattle they're having to move cattle because their cattle don't have anything to eat because the flooding is like up to the cattle's bellies which means that like there's no food like all everything is washed out so not only on top of all of these major factories burning and we don't already have shortages left and right um you can probably expect to see any, uh, a grain shortage, I can only imagine, because there's <laughs> Among fields. all the other ones. Yeah, there's fields being washed away by this in particular. So I, I just don't even, I don't even know what to say. And just if there's, 
I'm going to try to find a link before we drop this episode to like give support in some way to Yellowstone. And I will definitely leave it down in our show notes. If there's any, any sort of support anybody can offer, I'm sure even a dollar is worth a million dollars at this point. Um, but yeah, it all counts. Yeah. So, um, just bringing some awareness to that. But the second thing, which really relates to today's topic, we're going to take a really hard left turn guys. So I apologize. (laughs) Um, my period was five days early this week. Oh, did you lose syncing with me? You synced up to me pretty well. Yeah. So my period was five days early, and I was like, wow, I'm, like, really tired. I was like, I'm really fucking bitchy today. I don't want to do anything while I was at work. And I just basically, like, looked at the girl that I was, like, reporting to and, like, doing work with, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I looked at her, and I was like, she was like, well, da-da-da-da. And I was like... They asked for initiative. I'm going to give initiative, which means I'm not asking for permission anymore. <laughs> and they were like, she was like, they, they, yeah, you're right. They did. They do like people that take initiative. So you know what? Boo, you do you. Do whatever you think is right then. And I said, okay, great. I didn't need permission, but I was going to do it anyway. But I think that's because my period has changed. So I was, if any of you are into like whatever phase of the moon you sync up with is kind of like the type of like transition in your life you're going through. So I was like a purple moon bitch. And let me tell you, I did some fucking digging. I was like, how long have I been in this cycle? Because it's been a long time since I've like missed a period or my period super late or been super early. And can I tell you, my last period mishap was when I was fucking getting out of my relationship like this time last year. And it was late, which put me into the purple moon phase, which is all about healing and a large transitions and like all of this shit. Let me tell you, my whole fucking last year has been nothing but a whole rock of transitions. So now we're in a new one called the red moon. So now I've, I'm synced up with the full moon. <laughs> Wish you luck. Yup. Super <laughs> bitchy this week on top of everyone was fucking psychotic. And I was like, can everybody just shut the fuck up? I'm so angry at the world. But that also means red moon is a whole phase of healing, wisdom, bringing all the healing and transition and the knowledge you've learned from that into the light and stepping into your spotlight and your power. And I was like, cue the villain era. (laughs) That's why I was like, it is literally perfect for this episode. And I was like, did y'all know? Did y'all fucking know that I was recording this episode? I was like, thank you. Thank you very much. I think the uh, world did know that we were recording this episode because I kind of felt the same this week. I was just, like, having a lot of conversations, and I was like, wow, is it time to focus on me? I need to take care of me, myself, and I. Total, total, like, villain-era shit. So, for those of you that are just coming with us, um, we normally do a seasonal episode. This is going to be that. So... We're going to go over what the villain era is because it's all over TikTok. It's all over social media about people stepping into having like a a villain era summer. Um, So we're going to go over what a villain era is. And then we're going to do our normal this or that for our seasonal episodes. For summer. And talk about our favorite summer activities. All right. All right. You ready? Yes. Give me all of the details on the villain era. So Alyssa wasn't very like. I had no idea. I had no idea. I was like. What is a villain era? I was like, I know, like, hot girl summer. I was like, what is villain era summer? And let's just say Alyssa and I are having hangry girl summer this year. 
Ooh, yes, we both I got, got hangry TikTok. all summer. Yes. Um, so if we're you, eating all the food. Yes, and I mean, I'm literally eating all of the food. Uh, <laughs> but villain era, definition, there's two, which are, or three. Yeah, three. Is basically the vibes are changing from self-care to self-pollution, which I don't love, but I also understand where this is coming from. We'll dive into that in a little bit. You'll have to explain that we one will, to me. We will. Um, it's main character energy, like... We don't give a fuck about anybody else. It's all about us. We're not the side character. No, no more. I'm not the fucking sidekick. I am Kim fucking possible, bitches. I am um, fucking Shigo. Okay. <laughs> 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 Loving it. Living for it. Um, people pleasers are saying no and cutting people off. And chef's kiss. We love that shit. And unfiltered self-preservation, which seems contradictory, but do you think it is? Unfiltered self-preservation? Yes. Break it down for me. So, I felt that this was, like, a little contradictory only because, like, unfiltered is, like, you kind of just do whatever. Like, whatever comes is whatever goes, Yeah, like, you're not thinking about what you're saying. You're just, like, unfiltered. You're doing it. But, like, self-preservation is, like, you're trying to preserve who you are as a person, which means you may hold your tongue. I or hold back parts of who see, you are. I could definitely see where you think are contradictory, but I think it makes sense because you're you're protecting yourself. Yes. But you're doing it in a very unfiltered way. So you're speaking your mind and you're standing up for yourself instead of doing the protecting. Okay, okay. I like it. All right. Okay. I could get that. I could okay. see that. Can you explain to me this self-pollution thing? Because that is really throwing me off. I was okay. like, self-pollution. I am, like, polluting my own well-being. What is happening? <laughs> right, right. So I would very much was like, okay, don't really, like, love this because, like, I'm all about self-care. Like, do what you need to do to protect yourself and, like, just basic fucking maintenance for your life and your fucking physical well-being so it says this is taking what we used to call self-care you know your wellness shots your green juices your yoga three times a week your you know we're cashing that in and we're going for self-pollution which is choosing your substance of choice couch binging and watching your favorite shows so I'm taking my good guilty pleasure habits and I'm doing all of those things I'm like Fuck facials. Fuck yeah. Fuck doing my skincare routine. I'm gonna sit on the couch and watch Netflix for three hours. Yes. Do you think that that's self care to self pollution, or do you feel like that's just another form of self pollution? Because let's fucking talk about it. Because I think that they're just two different kinds of self care. Two different kinds of self care. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said self pollution. I just want to clarify. Yeah. Um. I think that they would both fall under self care, but I think by the societal standard of self-care that they are not because someone sitting on the couch and just binge watching Netflix for like 10 hours people would look at them and be like you're being lazy and Mm -hmm. like I think us especially but like we're very in the mindset of like if I'm sitting down and not doing anything I'm a lazy piece of trash Mm -hmm. I can I need to get up and do something like we're constantly trying to think about stuff we never have that downtime yeah and I love downtime yeah (laughs) So, I think it's a form of self-care, honestly. Yes. Ends. Yes. They just look different for everybody. Yes. Um, and I love that you brought up the whole, like, society thinks things. Because I think that's why society and, like, all of these articles I was reading was, like, self-care is now turning into self-pollution. And I was, like, what? Because I decided to not be a part of hustle culture. That, like, now that's I'm polluting myself because I decided to watch um a Netflix movie one fucking night of the week and, you know, drink some wine and smoke a bowl. Like, what the fuck? 
That, that's why I was thinking, like, polluting. I was like, are you, like, polluting your body? Like, it doesn't matter what you're putting into it. Like, you said the juice, the green right. juice cleanse, right. like, the smoothies. Like, are Who we just, like, not worried so much about taking care and being, like, this healthy, idealized person and just being, like, whatever fucking floats my boat? Yeah. I want to talk about this simply because I was like, I don't like the term self-pollution because I think they're both forms of self-care and you can do both and still be healthy. Yeah. Like if you went like, on a hike and you did some like psychedelics, something like that, like would you be polluting yourself or would you just kind of like take in time to take care of you? Right. I, th- I think that this can always be looked at differently, but I, I do think that most of the articles and where it kind of started you know, on the internet, it is based off of the society standard of self-care. Yeah. Because it, it does. It very look When anyone talks about self-care, it's always like, oh, you know, you do a, a face mask, you know, you do a deep condition of your hair, and you're, you're going bath. to yoga, you're, you're doing other, going to the gym and getting healthy and, and doing all those things. And it's like, okay, that is self-care. Mm-hmm. And it's good for us to take time like that. But also, like, can we talk about the things that we actually want to do? Like, I don't. I know myself. I don't like going to the gym. Do I enjoy it when I'm there? Yeah. But do I want to get my ass up every day and go? No. So, like, I could self-care in my own way by, like, watching a show or, yeah. like, going out and doing something, going rock climbing or, like, whatever. It doesn't have to be a societal in the box of self-care. Yeah, and I I know that we've talked about this so many times that self-care is so different for everyone on top of, like, it is also... Self-care is not society standards, and I think we talked about this in High Maintenance, that, like, if you have something that is part of just taking care of yourself, it doesn't, one, make you High Maintenance, and two, it doesn't mean that it's not self-care. Like, anything can be self-care if it helps you feel better. Yes, because at the... At the end of self-care is the definition of self-care, which is taking care of you, prioritizing you, focusing on your needs, wants, and desires, and that is self-care. Because especially us, as people pleasers, yes, and, and everybody else who isn't a people pleaser, sometimes you just stop prioritizing yourself and you're putting other people, other things ahead of you. Yes. So self-care started to take care of us because we're losing sight of that in society here and in the world yeah and i think this i think too this whole idea of like if you have an hour to sit on the couch every day and watch a movie then you have an hour to start a side hustle bitch i already work 40 hours a week i make enough money to sustain my life i don't need to hustle if i don't fucking want to well why do you think i have such a problem with people that ask me how i'm doing and what i'm doing all the time i'm like i don't have to be doing something all the time to like be living my best life Right. And that's why, like, you brought that up a long time ago and made that point. So now I've just been like, how are you doing? That's been, like, my question to you. I haven't even been asking you, like, what have you been up to? What are you doing? I'm like, how are you? Thanks for checking in. Yeah, like, how are you? Because, I'm like, you make a very good point that we are societally, like brainwashed to constantly ask people what are you doing have you seen the tiktok going around or, or the audio that's going around it's like uh prior uh, like so what have you been doing oh i'm i'm happy no but like what are you doing oh i'm just enjoying joy fine doing things that pleasure me and people have like a problem with that and it's like wild no, I haven't seen that audio, but I, I can use it oh in my, my next God. TikTok. Yes, you need, bitch, you need it because it 100% is you. I'm going to fucking find it because I literally just saved it like the other day and I was like, this, this is fucking gold because it's fucking so true. And it just, it just touches on the fact that we are so out of touch 
with humans as humans versus being robots in a fucking machine. And we constantly think we need to be doing something to be good people. But, like, no, we can do nothing and still be good people. Yeah, uh, that, like I said, that is why I think I have such a problem with people asking me what I'm doing. Because it somewhere along the way, it became very oh, I need to be doing something. The next thing, I need to be getting married. I need to have children, go to college. I need to be going on a road trip, buying something. Like, there's always something that we need to be doing. And I'm like, but why? Why can't I just be satisfied in what I am currently doing? And it doesn't have to be this ostentatious show of something for it to be perceived as good. Yep. This one. So when people say, what are you doing? You say, things that please me. And they say, toward what end? And you say, pleasure. And they say, but really, what are you working on? And you say, having a good time. And they say, but what do you hope to accomplish? And you say, living happily ever after. And they say, but what do you want to leave as your legacy? And you say, I was a happy one. And they say, but what is the mark that you want to leave? Life is joyous. But what is the value that you see in, in contributing to this time-space reality? I'm joyful. Oh, yes. Yes, that's exactly. See? That's from Abram Hicks. And let me tell you, I love her. I started watching her and found out about her probably like three years ago. And I've watched some of her like talks. And I think that she has so much insight into like just living life as it should be lived, not as society and media has portrayed it to be lived. And I think that that's a great thing to say because like even in other episodes, we've kind of mentioned it, but like my goal in life is to live as a happy human being and that is the goal i don't have to have anything past that it's just to live my life for me and happily i don't have to be like curing all of the diseases or like making these huge changes to the world for like me to be perceived and having had a good life Mm -hmm. like and that that is why the question stops for me and like what are you doing i'm i'm living life what are you doing like, whatever you perceive as, as good and happy for you is fine, mm-hmm. but, like, don't throw that stuff on me. Absolutely. Because I'm going to tell you I'm doing nothing, and I'm happily doing nothing. Right. And that's because as children, we were always like, go outside. Like, oh, go, my gosh, what? Like, yes. coming home, and I just saw a video about this on TikTok that was like, oh, um, me running around the house as a child whenever I knew my dad was about to get home because the house was a mess. I saw that one. I think I sent it to you because I was very much like, oh, my fucking God, this is... This is, like, this is my childhood. Like, my, like, or even the guys that run around the house and get all the stuff done before, like, mom comes home and then they're just, like, hanging out on the couch. It's, like, the trash is out, da 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 all this shit. And it's, like, but that shouldn't be reality. Like, they are children. Like, we were children. Why were we expected to be the ones to always clean up? Oh, because I'm putting a roof over your head. You birthed me, bitch. Take care of me. <laughs> you birthed me, not me. I did not decide to be birthed. I bur- you birthed me, bitch. Take care of me. I, like, sorry, but hot day. I definitely know we've talked about this, like, yeah. that, where it starts yeah. when people-pleasing, um, and I think that is a great point. I, I always see both ends, because, Do like, I obviously think people our parents... Need responsibility? Absolutely. But, like, not to the point that your child, like, that my child... I don't want it to be to the point that my child fears when I come home being yelled at because they weren't doing enough. And that's why I think, I know for myself, I am working on feeling like I'm enough like just feeling like enough well and that's why I was saying like I I can see both sides because obviously there is the background history of like our parents were raised by their parents and there are certain standards and expectations that were put in place for them and so a lot of that and sometimes gets passed down 
But I think that our generation in particular and the one after ours is really, really trying to focus in on exactly what you're saying is like, what is good enough? We are good enough. It does not have to meet X expectation for us to feel good enough. Right. And like, we just need to live our lives for us. But I've had many a times from both of my parents on either end being like, hey, like, why are you sitting on the couch? Like, go outside, be a kid, go out and do the lo- like, do the chores. Like, why right. are you just sitting down? And so now it's perpetuated that like, hey, as soon as you sit down, <laughs> all the thoughts start going in your head. You're like, I didn't do enough. Oh, gosh, I got to go up and do this and that and that and that. Like, oh, the, di- the kitchen is still dirty. Oh, this is still dirty. Oh, I haven't done laundry. Oh, I haven't done this. Like, I should get up and do that. And it's like that whole episode we had that was rest is productive. Like, just... It's why it's on our, our mindful posts every other Saturday. Like, yeah. we have one that is specifically rest is productive because it is. Yes. And you don't have to be that, like, societal standard of productive, constantly doing a bunch of things to take care of yourself yeah. and be happy. Yes. We're going to we're gonna end it right there. Just that self-care took a whole lot of this, but... Um, I have I was a, say, a have great that quote think? that I loved okay. when I was looking up this villain era stuff because I didn't know about this. I, you kind of gave me the details and yeah. I was like working with it. Yeah, and because I was very much like, I feel like villain era summer is definitely going to be like my thing because I'm definitely setting really hard boundaries and like I just am working on the fact of like, I say no. Like I, I had a client ask to work with me and I literally said no and I was like, I know it's more money but they didn't align with my values and I knew that there were going to be problems so I said no. And I was like, that was so hard for me to deny that. But also, like, I knew for my own core morals, I had to. Like, it just was like, I was going to feel like shit working with this client if I took them on. We don't, we were never taught boundaries. No. Boundaries were not a thing. It was just supposed to make everybody happy. Yeah. And I think this is why this quote comes in really big for me is because the quote was, I was the villain of your story, but the victim of mine. Because I really think this is interesting. Can you say it a little louder for the people in the back? I was the villain of your story, but the victim of mine. And I think this ties into boundaries because we aren't taught boundaries early on in childhood. And, like, if it's okay for, like, our family members to hug us or, like, you have to kiss somebody. Like, like you've that was a big one for me that I learned. Like, oh, you always had to, like, kiss your family. Hi. And I was like, who wants to do that? I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was never any boundary put into place. But, like, you're taught kind of really early on that you need to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. And you should be doing things to make that person happy. Mm-hmm. But we never talk about, like, what makes us happy and what makes us feel safe and loved and like supported and like our boundaries should be in that Mm -hmm. and that's why I love this quote because it makes you understand that you can't please everybody no matter what you do good or bad trying hard or not trying at all like you're going to be the villain of somebody else's story even if you were the victim on your own experience Mm -hmm. and I was like (laughs) and then this other one was very similar it was be hot, have fun, and stay true to yourself because people will villainize you regardless. Absolutely. And I think this this comes into play, and I notice this a lot with, like, really big creators on any platform. They're constantly, like, yeah, like, thank you to everybody that supports, but anyone that, like, comments, like, negative things, like, please still remember, like, I'm human. Like, I, I'm not perfect at this. I'm going to make mistakes. And, like, that's, like, Elise Myers making a video fucking crying because people are fucking talking shit about her on a video. And I was, like... You made the sunshine of the fucking world cry. Like, y'all are assholes. Like, she literally does nothing that, like, screams, I'm doing something bad in this world. Like, none none of it. Like, none of it is negative. Like, there's no, like, she's not doing this for, for personal gain. She's doing this because she genuinely likes seeing other people happy about her content. And that, like, to see her cry, I was like, 
there are so many fucking assholes in this world. I was like, I cannot fucking stay in this world. I cannot. I cannot. I mean, I think that's the warning sign that goes right alongside social media, though. Is because if you become, if you're on social media, you're gonna get the haters, the yep. trolls, the people that just roast you for fucking no reason. Just like we talked about dating apps. People will match you Ugh. just yeah. to roast you. It's like... Those people exist in the world, and you're going to be the villain for you. Whether it's because of something you said, something you did, because of the way you dressed, because of the way you look, if you have makeup on and you don't have makeup on, if your hair is a certain way or it's not a certain way, like, you are going to be villainized no matter what you do to by somebody. Mm-hmm. There's billions of people on this world. They're not all going to agree with you. Nope. And you can't, you're not going to be aligned with everybody. Nope. And that's, like, what you have to, as a people pleaser, that's what you have to drop. It's and like, you have to, like, come to terms with that, which is so fucking hard. So for those entering your villain era, remember that you will have bad bitch fucking days. And you will also have days that you don't come out of your bedroom and you cry, and that is also okay. D- does anyone not remember? Um, never mind. I'm going to wait to bring that up because we have that later on in the episode where we talk about our favorite villains. And, like, this plays right into, like, who she is and, like, that scene. That I'm okay. Thinking, so I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold back. I'm gonna hold back. I just want to highlight real quick, like where it started, because I did read a really nice article. Um, I'm going to butcher the tag, um, but it was at Padzy Day. It's P A D Z D E Y, um, and the article noted that they proliferated it very, very well um, as to what the villain era was, because. It really refers to that shift in a person's priorities. Mm-hmm. I know we like to say, like, oh, it's the villain era, but what you're doing is that you're shifting your priorities as, you know, you reject societal pressure to always be that nice person, to always get along with everybody, mm-hmm. to always want to be good enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being nice and polite isn't a bad thing, but when you're losing sight of your own feelings, needs, and desires, then it becomes a problem. Right. And that's what we seem to be seeing happen more and more frequently here. And that's why I think Villain Era came into not just summer, but 2022. Yeah. I saw a lot of people being like, oh, yeah, Villain Era 2022, here I go. Yeah, and people just honestly being like, fuck your societal standards and what you think I'm supposed to do. I'm going to do what I need to do for me, regardless of what that means and how you take it. Yeah. And it it's just, it brings a lot, like, People-pleasing can bring a lot of emotional labor when you're trying to satisfy everybody. It becomes Mm -hmm. emotionally and physically exhausting. And I have personally felt that quite fucking hard. It is draining. Like, spending the time thinking about everyone else's thoughts and needs except your own is draining. Mm -hmm. And there have been days where I look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day and I I was like, what are we doing? Why are we, why are we doing? I think that's always the bigger question for me. Like when I look at my actions and like, I really like started to understand this whole like villain error concept. I started being like, why are you doing that? Like for me lately, like I've been getting back on like my priorities in the morning and like doing my meditations and things like that. And I'm like, why weren't we doing this? Like, why did we stop doing this? So like now I'm taking the time to reflect back and being like, I didn't prioritize it. Like, I was prioritizing sleeping and I was prioritizing, like, staying up late to work on things. And, like, now I need to prioritize. Like, it's a balance. It's an ebb and flow. And, like, I love the book The One because it talks so highly of the fact that, like, when you focus on one thing, a lot of other things fall by the wayside. And we have to just focus on, like, that's okay. And, like, but you'll have to understand why you're doing those certain things to keep going or to just change, be able to change directions when it isn't working anymore. And I I think I'd be curious to know your side of this question, but 
what I asked myself when I started thinking about, like, why am I doing that? Like, I'm looking in the mirror, like, I know I'm physically, emotionally exhausted. Like, I can't give anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was asking myself these questions. I started, like, highlighting out certain things. And I'm curious to know what yours is. But the one big one that was for me, like, first started it all, was the smiling. And you know how I feel about this already. But I was, like taught early on to just be polite to everybody and that meant like smiling making eye contact or like waving at people even if I didn't know them or I was just like passing by them and I was like why am I smiling for everybody Mm. like do they deserve my own smile and the people that are like smile more why don't you smile and and now I take it as like oh (laughs) you're insulting me Mm -hmm. honestly because I'm like why do I need to smile for you at all like what are you gaining from it what am I gaining from it because all I'm giving you is like my hard-earned smile and happiness and I might not even feel happy right now Mm -hmm. but I'm doing it to please you because you want me to smile and I was like why am I doing that and as soon as I realized like that clicked into my head I stopped smiling for everybody and people still will constantly come up to me and be like oh why don't you smile like I literally somebody (laughs) I'm gonna call them out I'm sorry but somebody at work said like you should like why aren't you smiling smile more and I was like I'm fucking eating I was literally mouthful, and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Let me just toe like a cow so I can smile by that. Like, I, can't, I can barely breathe when I smile like that and chew. Like, what? Bitch, oh, my lord. And, that, and that's what I said. And then, like, I've also cultivated it now more and more because, like, think about somebody. You, like, you walk up to some, you're in a room with somebody, and you watch them walk in. They're smiling at everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Like, it's not personal. But what if that person, that same person walked into the room and they didn't smile at anybody, but then they made eye contact with you and you watched their face light up as that smile broke their, like their Mm -hmm. face. Like that is what I want that I don't, I want to do that because I'm happy because I see somebody and I'm like, if I see you at a cafe, I'm going to go, right. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that for aunt Susan. Like no. Right. Or a stranger on the street. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, when I really started to ask myself, like, why am I doing this? I think it was, I always asked that question when I was in a relationship. So it was more like, why am I going above and beyond? Like what, and I know it sounds selfish, but like, what am I getting out of it? Like, why am I doing certain things in this relationship when I'm not, like, I'm not getting my cup refilled. So that's where I always was like taking it. Like, am I getting my cup refilled as much as I'm filling this person's cup? Because to me, that's a relationship. Like it's having two cups on the table and you're both filling them like back and forth. And like the whole 80, 20, like, some days your partner is going to be 80 and sometimes you're going to be 20. Sometimes it's going to be 50, 50 and like, but not, you know, some days it's going to be a hundred and a fucking zero. Cause they're already in bed. Like you're going to have those ebbs and flows in a relationship. So I think that's where I started asking the question, like, why am I doing like, why am I doing this? And I was like, because I want someone to validate my feelings. And I was like, okay, but are you even validating your own feelings? And I was like, Ooh, whoa. I was like, <laughs> whoa and I think for me that was what really started like even like just diving into like spirituality and like who I am as a person and like what my morals are and who I am like I think that was the catalyst for me of like being in a shitty situation and being like why are you doing this for x person when they don't even do y for you which is just like a basic thing and I was like oh well, because I want to be validated because I never had validation when I was in my childhood. And so, like, but then again, you don't need anybody else to outset. You don't need external validation. Just validate who you are as a person with yourself. And I was like, wow, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> this might be off topic, but I don't know if you felt the same way. Like, you talk about this situation. And, like, my other thing was, like, I always had to 
I always thought that someone had to mirror what I was doing. Like, if I was doing all of this effort, then the other person would mirror all that effort. And that's not the case. No. And so, like, when you realize you're putting all of that effort and your cup isn't getting filled, it's like, well, if I drop all of that stuff, what's going to happen? Right. And that's, I think, where the balance shifts. And that's what we have to talk about, like, people and the possibility of losing relationships when you do get into the villain era is uh-huh. because it is very possible, if not 100% possibility, that you are going to lose people yeah. when you decide to prioritize yourself yeah. and put yourself first before others. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why my last relationship ended because I very much, it was a week, one week, I spent putting myself first. I was getting up early in the morning and I wasn't staying up super late. Like, I'd stay up till midnight, but, like, I'm I'm that early bird night owl. Like, I can do both. And then I just started getting up earlier. I was getting up at, like, you know, 5 a.m. before I had to leave so that way I could have a morning cup of coffee and sit on the porch and, you know, journal or meditate or just enjoy a cup of coffee and the birds in the morning because that's something that I liked. And it was a week of that, and I got broken up with. <laughs> yeah. I spent one week with this person at their house they're like oh come spend the week with me like we'll do a test run of like maybe like possibly living together like maybe we'll like start transitioning that okay perfect like sounds good to me like I feel like you know our relationship has been looking for that next step and here we are and I spent that week just doing all the things that I would normally do if I wasn't living with this person and I was like shit I really need to get back to like what I like to do not just like being a lazy piece of shit in bed even though like that was okay but I was like, I'm doing this only because this person wants me here and I don't want to be here. So what do I want to do? Yeah, like you're staying doing... in bed for that other person just because they don't want you to get up. Yeah, like, and they're not... sleeping. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> so you're like, like, I could be doing my other things, but I'm staying here for you. Right. And I was like, and I'm not enjoying it. Like, it, it doesn't start my day off on the right foot because I feel like I'm like, oh, I wish I really would have meditated this morning. It definitely helps. Or I wish I would have journaled. Like, I have so many thoughts going on and I can't keep them straight. Like, who wants the- to look back on their life and go, oh, uh, I did a bunch of things not for me, for right. other people. Right. And I think that was like really like what I started to experience was like I got back into the flow of like the things I like to do. And I was they like that Saturday morning, they were like just feel like things are off between us and da 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 and I was like things aren't off I was like I'm just I'm trying to prioritize what's important to me and like you are important to me which is why I make sure we're spending dinner and hours before I go to bed together when I come home from work but like the morning is my peace time like the morning is how I start my day and sets me off on the right foot and I need that for myself well I feel like you're not giving anything to me and I'm like you're asleep until like 9 a.m like I already gotta get up and go to work bro like I need that time for myself. Like, you're asleep. Or there were nights I was getting up and they were going to bed. And I was like, I'm supposed to lay in bed until you fall asleep? Like, no, like, I'm getting up to do what I have to do. And it broke the relationship. There were so many other problems, but, like, that was the ending. Me putting myself first was the ending of that relationship because I simply put myself first. And I think that's why this villain error comes up because, like you said, when you start to prioritize yourself, you're going to lose people. And you have to be prepared for that. And that and do not go backwards and start like I'm so sorry da 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 I'm like I'm not going to do that anymore like no you were doing that for a reason and continue to do that because it is good for you and people that actually value you and your mental sanity will appreciate when you do those things for yourself because yeah. I have a spouse now who like I don't do my morning routine and like he'll know he'll know he'll just like you didn't you didn't you didn't meditate today did you you didn't you didn't do your morning routine and I was like how do you know that and he's like you're just off today. And I'm like, fucking bitch. 
<laughs> he was like, why? Like, why didn't you do your routine? You, like, love that. And I was like, I know, I just wanted to, like, lay in bed and sleep. Or, like, I just wanted to lay there and scroll TikTok. And he was like, but how do you feel now? And I was like, kind of shitty. And he was like, okay. So, like, do you want to feel like shit? I'm like, no. Okay. So do what you need to do for you. Like, don't don't stay in bed on account of me because I'm sleeping in late this morning. Like, get up and do what you need to do for you. And I'm like. So, good man, good man. Well, and not only good man, but, like, you will find people that, like, even you holding me accountable for, like, wow, your road rage is pretty terrible. Have you been meditating? Like, it's the accountability and someone actually just holding you accountable for like, prioritizing yourself because they know that that's good for you. Yeah, but it, ultimately it's the support you're receiving. Yes. Because someone who wants to continue to be in a relationship with you, well, that like I said, it, that encompasses everything, friendship, yeah. romance, all that. They support you supporting yourself. Right. And so when you prioritize yourself, the people that aren't happy about that is because they're losing something in the process. Mm -hmm. And that's what I experienced. Like, the relationships that I lost when I stopped worrying, like, I was always very caught up in the middle of of things because I was worried about other people's shit. Opinions, And drama, Yeah. yeah. And so, like, when I finally took the time to prioritize myself and be like, well, I'm not in the, I don't have a problem. You yep. do have a problem. And I'm in just in the middle trying to help both of you guys like cope with the problem. And I took myself out of that. Oh, did they not like that? Yeah. And oh, then, absolutely. And then I stopped doing certain things. Like I would, you know, I'm spending all of my effort and time, like listening to these people or like doing certain things to help make them feel like supported and happy. And like when I took that back and I was like, I'm going to focus on me. They were like, where did it go? Why Why are you being like that? What happened? What was? Wh- are you upset with me? And I'm like, no. I'm just taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Do, do you need something? <laughs> yeah. And I think this, too, plays into the part of, like, people are going... When, peop- when someone needs you, and I love that we have the, hey, I need your support. Hey, I need X. Hey, I need... I just need you to fucking That's listen. That's still one of my favorite ones we put in. It really is. And, like, it's just the simple fact of, like, they value who you are, they value your opinion, and they value the fact that maybe you don't have headspace to hear somebody out that day, and that is oh fucking k. And it's the people that are not okay with you not having enough headspace that are like, well, you should just be ready for me, like, all the time. And it's like, what? You should be willing to hear all of my drama all, all the, time. the time. I need to vent out all the <laughs> Yeah, and it's like... Venting out all the time is great, but, like, if you're complaining all the time and not finding resolutions, then, like, I'm not going to continue to hear you complain about the same topics over and over again, and people don't like that. Yeah, Because you're turning the mirror on them to be like, look in the mirror and fucking change something then if you don't like it. And I think, then again, I think this also plays into the villain era. Like, villains are very much going to mirror the worst parts of you, and people don't like that. Well, and people often project their own insecurities and problems within themselves, so, like, you're constantly getting all of that stuff, but even on, like, a vaguer stance, like, it is the people that you will lose that are getting something out of your relationship that benefits them. It's only the stuff that benefits them that they are noticing and and happy and picking up on, and when that disappears, you're left, they're left with you. You as a person, the good, the bad, the ugly, and none of the stuff that you're doing for them that might be helpful. And so when they lose that, they go, well, what's left? But it's the people that will support you and stay in your relationship and work with you because you're supporting yourself because they encompass and love all of you and everything that comes with it, not just the stuff that benefits them. Mm-hmm. So. Spicy. It is very spicy. But that is something you guys have to kind of like going into the era, understand that that's going to happen. And it is 
okay. It is okay to let relationships drop and leave your life if they are not supporting and suiting you. Mm-hmm. And I love there's like a meme that's like, oh, and it's an alien talking to a human and it's like a comic and it's very much like, oh, you humans, you're so caught up in your relationships versus the value that those relationships hold for you and that eventually those relationships run out and when they do, that that's okay. You got what you could out of the relationship, both of you, and it's okay mm-hmm. for things to end and just end. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Like, and remember, too, like, you don't always have to have a shitty ending to something either. Like, movies dramatize these huge fallouts and these yelling fights just to be able to end something with someone. And sometimes you just got to be like, hey. If, if it's not serving you. Like, in a way that is beneficial, you've got to let it go. I agree 100%. I will, I'm going to give the lovely note um, and just say that when you are losing a relationship, um, understand that it is okay if that person is also related, like blood related, mm. a long time friend. Like if they, they are clearly getting something out of the relationship that you are not and you, when you prioritize yourself, you're, they're upset about that. Mm-hmm. But you have no obligation to that person. Mm-hmm. I understand that we are blood related and we think, you know, we've kind of made the societal um, communication yeah. that family is, you know, blood, all the that stuff water. matters. But like, if it's not helping you, if it's not serving you, it's okay to, to leave that and let it go. Mm-hmm. Just because they're a blood or long term friend, doesn't matter how long it's been, it might have been serving you at the time, just like you're saying, but if it's not serving you now, let it leave. It'll leave itself. It'll it'll go out the door itself, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And remember, like, when you do set boundaries, you're going to lose people. And I think that was something I experienced before I really knew that, like, I was going through a lot of transitions in my life. Before, you know, those mid-20s are always, like, your 20s are always the age of, like, huge transitions, a lot of things changing. You're figuring out who you are, who your tribe is, all that shit. And I think in this transition, I realized, like, I set a boundary with somebody. And I was like, hey... I don't like when you just text me, hey, how are you? And then I'm like, oh, like, I got X going on, I got Y going on. And then you're like, oh, my God, me too, and dive into your own bullshit. Like, I want you to, like, care. Like, I want you to probe. I want you to, like, ask, ask me. questions. Yeah, and, like, like ask me open-ended questions so I can answer and we can have a dialogue back and forth because I feel like every time you text me, all I'm getting from you is, like, you complaining about your life. And, like, That's I try overwhelming. to. overwhelming. And it, it's, it's overwhelming, but it's also, like, it's a one-sided relationship because when I complain about my life, I just get, oh my God, same. Like, oh my God, yes. Like, I hate that. That's happening right now for me. And then it's like, yeah, d- get deep dive into the problems of your life and not like what's like what we actually were talking about. And there's a, I know we've talked about this, but there's a, is a difference between like um, relating it back to you so that you can show empathy and like just relating it back to you because you're, you're kind of like segueing the conversation back to your end. Yeah. And you... You'll pick up on those differences as yes. you go. Yeah. It's like the someone who genuinely cares about you, and they're like, oh, like, oh, I've been through the same thing. And then they say, like, an open-ended question. Right. Like, what are you experiencing? Why do you think that that's happening? Right. Versus the person that's like, oh, my gosh, I've done the exact same thing this one time, da 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 And then it just, they never trickle back to you. Right. Yep. And that was how this relationship was going, and I was very much like okay, I'm setting a hard boundary. Like, if you're just going to tell me, tell me you're going to complain, like, just let me know, hey, I just, like, want to vent. And, like, 
I won't sit here and, and spend my time giving you advice and suggestions or like or just even sh- just like <laughs> trying to hold a conversation with you that's like oh like I know that if you're texting me the only reason you're texting me is for support about something and you just want to bitch about something you're not actually texting me because you give a fuck about what I'm doing and they were like no that's not true and I was like it is and they were like well call me out on it and so I did so and she was like that's not it da, da, da. and I was like okay I think this relationship has outlived its time like I love you I want what's best for you but this like this isn't working for me anymore I think we need to part ways and like she did not like that she blew up she blocked me on everything like all of this shit and I was just like okay like I asked you I asked I asked for a boundary to be held like four different times and you didn't want to and like now I just don't want it like I'm good it's the people that were taking advantage of you having no boundaries that will have a problem when you set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Very simply put. Yep. That is the end of it. Yep. Yep. Okay, so do you want to, like, run down a summary, or do you want me to, like, run oh, down yeah, a summary? Oh, yeah, let me run down a summary real quick. Of, like, All what right. the villain error is. Because we've, we've covered a lot in this, oh, my God, we're at 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a lot longer than I thought. <laughs> me, too. Okay, so, guys, we're really sorry. This is definitely a way longer episode than we anticipated, but we're going to summarize this up. Maybe talk a little bit about our favorite villains and then roll into, like, what summer fun things. Clearly, we feel very strongly about the villain era. Clearly, maybe we're entering our own. <laughs> All right. So, summary breakdown of the villain era. We are asserting our boundaries, Ooh. communicating our needs, and Ooh. prioritizing them. And prioritizing them, everybody. Yes, yes. Uh, reclaiming our time, our energy, mm-hmm. focusing on ourselves. Um, knowing that there is a possibility of a loss of relationships, you know, when you change your focus, some may not like it, but it brings out the people who support you putting yourself first. Mm. And while at the end of the day, it is fun to say that it is our villain era, um, it's you really truly being ready to be confident, advocate for yourself and prioritize your own happiness. Yeah, which is so sad because I did see a video on this that was like, why are we calling prioritizing ourselves a villain era isn't this something that should be a good thing and i was like oof ouchie i was like listen as much as i loved the villain era bitch you make a good point why is why is it being a villain when you're prioritizing the things that are important to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i do think it got coined because we think about like the quintessential villains which yeah. we're going to talk about in a second yeah, like yeah, our yeah. favorite villains but like you get the, the term because you're doing something that someone is perceiving as bad and that's how you get the villain coin phrase yes yes we're just taking that and running with it instead of being like i'm not the villain no no i am the villain it's fine i'll be the villain yeah but i'm not i'm not gonna worry about it yeah i'll be the villain for you i'm the victim for me and And i take care of me and my own happiness right have a great day yep (laughs) moving along okay go what's your favorite villain favorite yeah are we talking about straight up villains or relating to the villain era uh let's do both Let's okay. start with relating to the villain era first, so that way it's still relatable. Okay, I think I have two, okay. maybe three that come to mind. Um, Alphaba from Wicked. Yep. So everyone who doesn't know Wicked, I hope you do. You should learn. <laughs> my stepmom opened my eyes to that, and I was like, ooh. Um, but it is the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. It's her backstory from when she's in college. Um, and she ends up being labeled the villain mm-hmm. because she chooses to go out and do her own thing, live her life for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and people didn't like that, especially no. the wizard. <laughs> No! The Wizard of Oz was not a fan. Um, so she ended up being, like, almost like... An outcast. 
Yes, and uh, what was it? The uh, the the mob. Yeah. <laughs> the angry mob just yeah. started like showing up and like trying to villainize her, even though she was just trying to take care of herself. Yeah. So I think that is very quintessential villain era. Um, also, just be- I love the movie anyway, but Wreck It Ralph. Yes. He's, yeah. He's considered the villain. You know that I hadn't seen Wreck It Ralph until like last year. For like the first time. Oh my gosh. And I watched it high as fuck. You need to watch Wreck-It Ralph and then Wreck-It Ralph the second one. We did. I watched both in the same day and I I was like, this is wild. I just remember cracking up for like 20 straight minutes laughing about a joke that really probably wasn't funny at the end of the credits. (laughs) But I was laughing because it was so cute. Uh, but Wreck-It Ralph, he is the villain technically of the video game, yeah. but he decides to go and do his own thing, live his life for him. Again, very similar storylines yeah. there. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care if I'm the villain, I'm still a great person. Yeah, and, and it's funny because in the movie they recognize that he's not actually the villain, that they need him as a massive part of this story. He's the other end of, um, you know, it's Fix-It Felix. And Wreck-It Ralph, it's the two together, and that's what makes the dynamic work. That's what makes the video game work. Without Wreck-It Ralph... There's no Fix-It Felix. Nope. So remember that. (laughs) Remember that, everybody. (laughs) Um, My takes for just true-out villains, um, I don't have too many that come to mind, but I love Other Mother from Coraline. She is totally not related to the villain era. She's just a shitty person, but she does it in such a great fucking way it is so just oh chef's kiss it's so chef's kiss she's just like i'm gonna sew buttons on your eyes i'm gonna give you everything that you thought you wanted and then i'm gonna sew buttons on your eyes and she just does it in such a scary um daunting way and she's got that mother attitude to it too which makes it all the better what about you i love it um my like quintessential villain era villain is fucking maleficent (laughs) i Love this bitch. She is my fucking favorite. It's even better because I actually put in a couple of like quotes and pictures into yes. the, our notes, and it has Maleficent with her arms out, and it's like, look at all the fucks I give. Yeah, and like, oh, I love, I love Maleficent, especially like, I liked Maleficent in um, Sleeping Beauty. Fuck, Sleeping Beauty. That's the movie she's in, right? Yeah. Wait, that's Aurora. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, I'm like, it's Snow White? No, and then Snow I was White like, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 that's why I was like, no, 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 she's in Sleeping Beauty. Um, and if you watch the new movies, like, I loved her in those movies. because Oh, I was with like, Angelina Jolie? Yes. So I really liked the old movies. I, like, I loved Sleeping Beauty growing up. I was like, she's not, like, being mean. Like, they're, like, the, the castle's being mean to her first, so she's just lashing back out. Like, yeah, bitch, go. But, like, also, as I got older and, like, the newer, like, live-action ones came out, if you get Maleficent's backstory, she's taking care of the entire fucking forest. She's actually, like, a really good person. Like, well, see, I haven't seen that one, so yeah. I don't know what to go off So, of. like, she, yeah, she, like, raises Aurora and all this fucking shit with the fairies, and, like, she's not supposed to, but, like, Aurora comes to love Maleficent, and when she, it's time for her time to go back to the castle, they don't realize that, like, she's made friends with the one person they were trying to keep her from. So, like, and it's just, like, it's wild to me that this is, like, her other mother. Like, like it's very much, like, this is the mother that she's always had versus the mother who's been in the castle trying to send her to the forest to protect her. But really, she became friends with the person that, like, was supposed to be her arch enemy and kill her. 
Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, so you that's see, I do go on. I only have the original to go off of, and yeah. that's really the storyline that they give you, right? And in in the live action, they give you like Maleficent is literally just like taking care of the forest, and when the humans try to come into the forest and attack the people that dwell in the forest, that's when Maleficent turns evil and she uses her powers for evil, and she starts attacking the humans because they're attacking her. They're attacking the people she's protecting. Wow. So she is, like, to me, the quintessential, like, villain-era person. Because she is a very good person, but when you come for her own, she will turn villain on you. I love that. Right. You Ooh. really, like, you really should watch the first, the, ni- the nice, the I will definitely watch actions. the Angelina Jolie one. Yes, yes. Um. So I love her. I don't, I don't have anyone that's, like, just ultimate, straight-up villain. Like, I can't, like, I can't think of anybody. I, I, I didn't either, but I also don't have, like, I don't come up with superheroes either. Like, that's just not, I yeah, th- I, I don't mean, have that dynamic. I just think of, like, good romance characters, <laughs> being lead that I love or something like that. Like, something I like about the person. Yeah. But I don't ever, I'm like, oh, I have a favorite villain or. Yeah. Person. I love Hades. Hades from yeah. Hercules. Just because he's also, so sarcastic. Yes. But also, like, when you dive into the Greek mythology of Hades. His backstory, he is the villain because that is where they put him. Yeah. It's not because he chose to be a villain. He literally got the short end of the stick. When you actually, like, look at the mythology of everything, like, the same thing with Medusa. Medusa is considered a villain, but the actual tragic backstory of what happened to her... And, like, now she's considered, like, oh, she's turning all these men to stone. Like, no, that's not the only reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't, like, I can't think, like, the only way, like, I don't, for some, whatever reason, Damon from, like, Vampire Diaries comes to mind. But I'm, like, he's, there's not malicious. He's also, like, trying to take care of his own when he does these things. So, I'm, like, again, kind of falls into the villain era stuff. And I was, like, that's all I got. I only got people that, like, really kind of, like, slip into this villain era, like, definition. <laughs> I think this is some great examples. Honestly, now I want to watch all of those movies yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, but let's dive in. Um, why don't we take just like a quick break and then we will be back with the summary, this or that, our usual content. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome back. Let's do this summer, this or that. Oh, I can't cool. wait. Um, we did try to keep these separate from the spring episodes, so hopefully yeah. there won't be any overlap, but let's go. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Speed round. Ready? Yep. Yeah, we're going to try to do this quick because we realize we're already at an hour. <laughs> All right. Beach or pool? Beach. Pool. Ugh. Why beach? I fucking love the sand between my toes, bitch. Well, see, I, then, think, I think that's the problem I have with the beach. <gasps> like, I don't need the sand in my crevices or, like, to step on a shell while I'm in the ocean. Like, yeah, I no, would love see, a clean, like, I can see the bottom of the water and just pool. Yeah, see, Plus, uh, the smell of chlorine. I know that's a bad thing, but, like, I just freaking love the smell of chlorine. I'm like, I like the pool. I like the smell of it, too, but I also like to hear the ocean. I like the sounds of the ocean, like, rolling. I like watching the, the stuff, like, you know. I do that too, but I'm watching it from afar, from like the lifeguard deck. Yeah, no, like I'll I'll dead ass be like, I I like to stay back because I also like to people watch, so I'm usually in the last row, like right up against the fence, but then like, I like to also get in the water, like I like salty water. Okay, well I think I know your answer to this next one. Swimming or sandcastles? Probably swimming. Sandcastles. Yeah. I love sandcastles. I bet you doesn't like the sand, would rather be at the sandcastle. Because it's the art. I love trying to put together, like, a moat and, like, all of the water yeah. and then, uh, like, the, just the architecture. Like, I want to be the people that are making those big-ass sculptures of the festivals. Like, mm. that's my goal. That's cool. Okay. Fireworks or sunset? <sighs> Sunsets? 
I want to say fireworks, but they're just so fucking loud and like, I don't know. They're just I love I love the show of it. Yeah, it's like two different kinds of pretty, like Christmas lights and flowers, like two different kinds of pretty, like yeah. a fireworks and sunsets, two different kinds of pretty. But I will choose a sunset probably over fireworks because I'll make a point to see sunsets. Versus, like, I won't always make a point to see fireworks. I always used to leave before the fireworks happen. I'm not afraid of them or anything, but, like, I would just be like, all right, I'm done. Like, they're at 10. I'm spent all day. Yeah. No, like, I would stay for the fireworks, but I was always the person that fell asleep in the car. I, somebody else would have to drive me home. Like, 100%. Okay. Vacation or staycation? Oh, that's so tough. My realistic answer is staycation because I can't afford shit all right now because i'm saving for something um but realistically i would love for it to be vacation vacation 100 fucking percent 100 percent. before covid i can't even say that because even during covid i was fucking traveling <laughs> i fucking drove to delaware i fucking went to maine like i've been to vermont and new hampshire all during the pandemic like i still like to travel this is probably my first year that like i will probably have like two vacations this year you're I'm, a very vacation queen. I am a very vacation queen. Even if it's those three-day weekend, like, getaways, four days, like, just get away, go somewhere fucking new, weird, like, exotic. I don't care. Okay. I don't fucking care. Carnival or amusement park? Or theme park, whatever you want to call it. I would probably choose, like, a, an amusement theme park. Same. Yeah. I mean, I love a good festival, but I think I can get the same thing, if not better, at a theme park. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, there's more rides. Like, the rides I want to do at the carnival are, like... 10 times better at a theme park. <laughs> yeah, it's like the local aspect is the carnival of Yeah, yeah. Concert or festival? 100% festival, bitch. You know me. Ooh, I want to do I'm... those psychedelics, dance in the fucking desert, and just be like, woo! I, I have not officially been to a festival. I would love to experience it. I do like concerts. I, I typically go to concerts. But I think that I still have to go with festival, though, because just the idea of, like, being able to, like, stand around, gather with people in, like, a calmer setting. I feel like concerts, maybe it's the concert I go to because I'm in the mosh pit, but, like, we were going ham and just, like, yeah, it's definitely the concerts you go to. <laughs> because, like, the, the festivals can get like that, but you can be, like, way on the outskirts, like... One festival I went to was, like, in the middle of the fucking woods, and it's literally, like, the Burning Train Festival, and they literally, this guy spends all year building a giant wooden train to burn it for, like, an entire weekend. Oh, like, Burning Man vote a train. Yeah, but it's, like, a burning train, so, like, and then there's just music, it's literally in the middle of the woods, it's got all these fairy aspects, it's got all these, like, art vendors set up, people are camping in these dudes' woods, like literally zero fucks given like this guy just like throws it on his like property and like it was so much fun to go and this was before i had gotten into psychedelics at all so i was just a little tipsy a little high just like chilling out vibing with music and like having a good time and then eventually like i was like i would really love to do this concert like do this type of festival for like the entire weekend and be like super fucked up on psychedelics (laughs) because this looks like fun there are people like running in the woods like chasing each other like children and i was like "Ah, i want to be doing what they're doing but like the people I'm with are not those kind of people. Well, you'll have to take me, and then we can just do all of the things. That's fine with me. Because you said fairy, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah, they had, like, a whole fairy garden, and then they, like, when as you were walking in, the, it was, like, a dirt road that was probably, like, half a mile long, and it just had, like, you know the lights that we used to have in here? The big yeah. bulb lights? They had those lights to light the entire pathway. And then, like, little, like, mushrooms lit up on the sides, and, like, little, like, gnomes and shit. Like... It was, like, your, like, 100%. You don't have to convince me. Okay. I'm so... All right, all right, cool, cool. Okay, great. Uh, snorkel or surf? 
The idea of standing up on a surfboard, possibly crashing. Uh, I'm going to go snorkeling because I love aquatics and, like, fish. And I think that would be really cool to just see all, like, that in... And not in a tank. I'm not staring at it. I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. Um, I've done snorkeling. I like it. So I'm going to go with surfing because I want to try something new. I've never surfed before, but I would love to actually try it. It's on my bucket list to, like, go to Hawaii and surf. I do want to try. I do want to try it myself as well, but like I don't know, something about it just giving me the. I'm like, ah. Yeah, no, like I like snorkeling, but I think the reason that I'm a little turned off to snorkeling is because one of the first times I went snorkeling, there was a barracuda in the water with us, so I was definitely like not about it. After what that. happens if you're surfing and then there's a shark right next to you? Like, True. I mean, you make the you make a very valid point. Well, like, but also, like, in the wave, been... like that. That's my thing because you ever see? I watched a lot of surfer oh, movies yeah. like growing up, yeah. like you know, like Johnny Tsunami and all that stuff, yeah. and like the wave will barrel over itself, and I am like claustrophobic, claustrophobic. <laughs> I'm like, it's literally closing in on me, and I, if I don't get out of the wave in time, I'm going under. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, I'm like one of those people, I'm like, oh, I'll just abort mission before that happens so I don't give myself anxiety. How? How? You're riding you the wave. You just you jump just... off. <laughs> Something doesn't have to close in on me. I decided to take the move and get in it. I made the decision. It did not make the decision for me. <laughs> okay. Sunscreen or suntan? Uh, suntan, 100%. I'm always fucking oiled the fuck up when I go to the beach. Um, I think we should all be suntan girlies and boys. <laughs> Just saying, because sunscreen is going to protect your ass. But I do love a suntan in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Although I burn to a crisp yeah. every time. <laughs> Bikinis or one pieces? I love both for different reasons. Yeah. Bikinis, because, like, no sun, no suntan lines. Um, it's just easy breezy, less hot. But, like, also I'm getting a wedgie, so, like, one pieces. It stays in place. I don't have to worry about anything falling down. See, that's so weird, because I feel like I get way more wedgies in a one piece than I do in a bikini. Are you wearing the wrong kind? I don't know. I don't know. Those things are just, like, up my hoochie-coochie and then, like, all the way through my booty cheeks. And, like, I don't like that. Mm-mm. That's why I like That's why I like bikinis. That's why I like bikinis because, like, I don't know. It just always gets caught up in my butt cheeks, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Every I have, like, gotten rid of all of the one pieces. Like, I bought a one piece last year, wore it a few different times to the beach, and I was instantly, like, this is awful. This is why I brought my bikini with me, and I went and changed because it was literally up my butt cheeks, and I was like... I know I got a big Is it because it's the like, more the coverage fuck? ones? Yeah, I don't want my whole ass just hanging out. Well, there, I wear one like... pieces, but like they're like monokinis or something like that where it has the cutouts on the side or it's a more cheeky one piece. So like it still has, like it depends on the yeah. back you buy, but like I, don't, I just find like I'm not worried about dropping out a titty or anything when I'm wearing a one piece. Yeah, I'm like that's secure. totally fair. That's totally Like fair. if I was going to go surfing, yeah, <laughs> bring that I w- back in the, well, I'm, I'm wearing a one piece or like the whole I'm wearing a suit. I'm wearing a suit if I'm surfing for sure. For sure. Okay, shorts or skirts? Skirts. 100%. Shorts. shorts. I like me a good dress, but, like, I'm just a You were, like, sundresses all in the skirt yeah. episode. Yeah, I you was. Are 100%. shorts. 100%. Because I don't like, sh- I don't like s- the skirt idea because I got a fucking, like, I think it's because probably the skirts I have are very, like, I have to match a certain shirt with it, and it's not always clean. So, like, I go with the shorts because I can just throw a t-shirt on with anything, with any pair of shorts that I have. I, I do agree with that. I but love I feel like a skirt shorts. is like a get up. Shorts are very versatile, yeah. and I do love them for that. But trying to find shorts that, again, don't go up my snooch, just like you just had yeah. the problem with the bikinis, it's 
I can wear a skirt, no problem. I don't even have to be wearing anything underneath it, and I'm mm-hmm. fine, just like sundresses, so True. skirts. True. Weenies or s'mores? This is going to, like, fire. We're specifically yeah. at a campfire. Weenies or s'mores? <laughs> s'mores. 100% s'mores. Like, I love me a good weenie on, like, the open fire, but, like, s'mores. Agreed. S'mores. s'mores. 100%. At least marshmallows. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, okay. are you, like, an extra toasty marshmallow person or just, like, golden? I'm golden. Don't make that shit extra toasty. Like, if I don't want to burn. If it's if it's burnt on the outside, I'm taking don't it off and it throwing on it fire. in the fire. Yeah, like, I'm throwing it in the fire. I hate people that are like, oh, I just light it on fire. I'm like, you fucking psychopath. I, like, I, I used to put it in the microwave because I didn't have, like, a fire. I, I access to a fire, I'd throw it in the microwave, and it was always just, like, golden. Just golden. Blow yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, like, that's it. That's all I want. My uncle used to make the best s'mores, and he would literally just, like, roast s'mores for all the kids, and we would just, like, take them off because he used to just, like, sitting there making the s'mores. He didn't even, like, love eating them all the time. Like, he would eat a few, but it would get to a point where he just enjoyed how excited us kids would get about it. So he was, like, he would just grill or, like, smoke them. Roast. For, roast, thank you. I was like, I'll get the word eventually if I just keep going. <laughs> but he would just roast them for all of us kids, which was chef's kiss. I also just, I think it's, like, the action. It's very satisfying to, like, turn your marshmallow around yeah. and watch it get golden. Yeah, and are you, okay, so are you, like, an over-the-fire, or are you, like, down near the coals? I am an over-the-fire, but nor the edge. I'm not just, like, sticking it in there. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, I don't mean, want like, ash. Oh, no, I don't no. want ash on my stuff near the oh, coals. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, near the coals, girl. I like it. Like, you get a little ash on your marshmallow? No, I don't get that close where there's ash on it. Jesus. But I, like, I don't know. I like to, I like to have it down low because, like, the Does flames. Does it taste different? I don't know if it tastes different, but the flames, like, I always end up catching it on fucking fire, so I just go with That's the coals. That's why I say near the edge. Yeah, I'm always near the coals. Anyway, ice cream or popsicles? I'm an ice cream girl. I think I'd have to say the same. I do love, like, the outshine popsicles or, like, something, like, every now and then, but, like, there's something so much more satisfying about ice cream. Okay, now are you a sherbet ice cream or, like, an ice cream ice cream? I love both. Uh, um, I'm calling out every ice cream manufacturer right now for not fucking making orange sherbet with chocolate chips anymore. You guys can fuck yourself. I'm so mad about it. Still to this day, I can never find just sherbet with chocolate chips in it. You guys suck. <laughs> Tell us, how do you really feel? Hot take. <laughs> no, I agree. I think sherbet definitely should come with some chocolate chippies or, like, something else. It was orange sherbet good. specifically. They used to make it, I think it was, like, Hoods or Friendlies, orange sherbet with chocolate chips. And it was like the friendly. best of both worlds because it was it was the sherbet light, beautiful sorbet type sherbet. And then I have the little bit of chocolate that I want, which is everything I want out of ice cream. Yeah. That's and they fair. took it away from me. And now I have to do it myself. And it's not the same. Because I want the chips. And not that the, I have the morsels or like that. But they need the little slicey chunks. Yeah. Just throw it in the blender real quick. Like a hot second. Not like a same. pump blend. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you have like, like what are your favorite things to do in summer? These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> um, I... Again, going back to ice cream, love getting ice cream, especially at this certain creamery where we live. I fucking love them. I think I've talked about that on the podcast, how I walk in and I get fucking an orgasm just by the waffle cone smell alone. Mm -hmm. So good. I am there most of the summer, if not like every day. Yep. (laughs) Um, Spending a day at our local theme park. 
Um, I do. I usually skip Six Flags, although I think I'm going this year. But I go to a smaller one because it is just like that much less crowded and yeah. just as fun. Yeah. And I would definitely have to say late night fires with friends. There's just mm. something about like being. I don't like getting bitten by mosquitoes, but I love being by the fire. And like just you got we're just like chit chatting, having a good time, having some drinks, some s'mores, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It is just like perfection of a yes. night. What about Agreed. you? Um, all of those things plus uh the kite festival that's near us, I absolutely adore, which is should be coming up like in this oh my god, probably this weekend. Um, I like it usually I'm like really on top of it. Um, but yeah, there's like a kite festival that happens. That's like one of my favorite things to do. Ice cream, of course, even though it fucking destroys me, I don't give a fuck. I still eat ice cream from that creamery because the dairy free option is like two flavors and they're gross. It's like raspberry Oreo and then like something else. That's at disgusting. least they're trying. Maybe they'll get there at some point. It's like, oh, it's like an extra chocolatey one. It's like mocha chocolate chip peanut butter hunk. And I'm like. That's too much. Like, I just want, can, like, can you make Oreo? Because, like, Oreo's already fucking, like, vegan. Can you just fucking make the vegan vanilla ice cream? They're trying to just mask the milk taste. Right, and I just don't understand. But whatever, it's fine. Um... But uh, the the I did just eat like a whole pint this week of Halo Top cookie cookie dough ice cream. It was fucking delicious. Cookie dough chocolate chip. I ate the entire pint by myself for dinner. I like stopped at the store. I was like, I'm gonna get a pizza. The pizza that is normally like five forty nine is now like eight ninety nine. And I was like, fuck that. I can make it at home for fucking half that price. Um, what else are we having for dinner? I was like, ice cream, cookies. Same price as the fucking pizza. Beautiful. Done. Went home, ate ice cream, chips and salsa, and cookies for dinner. So Sounds like a great dinner. Right? Right? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Those are like, I like the late night fires, of course. Like, um, But, yeah, I think that's that's the, it's the same as you with a few extras. Yeah, I, don't, I never have, like, plans for summer specifically, but anytime I go out and do those things, like, it just makes my summer that much better. Yeah, we should try to go to Extravaganza next year. It's like a weed festival up in, like, it's like an hour away, but it is chef's kiss. There's, like, local artists, and then there's just music. It's really low-key. There's a couple food trucks. Like, it's super low-key. I think that's what I love about the summer. It's just very go with the flow. There's plenty of sunlight, so I'm not getting any seasonal depression. Yeah, and, like, I do. I could just hang out, and we could just do whatever. And yeah. Like, there's just more possibilities. So. Yeah. I think uh, sunrises, I will, like queue out to sunrises i watched a gorgeous one the other morning and cried for like an hour while i watched the sunrise because it was just like that beautiful and i like took the time to just i was gonna watch it and like journal and like read and then like as the sun started to come up i was like oh my god it's so pretty and the birds started going i was like oh my god it's so pretty oh my god oh my god i'm gonna cry it's so pretty and i was like oh my god (laughs) maybe this is why i don't like being in the moment because this is an overwhelm of fucking emotions you're very, but, it was, you're just very happy at the oh beauty of God. everything. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. But, okay, that rounds out our Villain Error summer episode. Well, a little bit longer than we thought. Yes, But, for hey, sure. we are passionate, if anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I will take us out if you don't have anything else. No. All right, so you can follow us at TikTok and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. I hope you guys have an absolutely beautiful summer and that you guys are listening to us along the way. Maybe we can come on your road trip so I can actually get a vacation out of this. (laughs) You guys have to, uh, uh, I'll live vicariously through you guys, but comment on our episodes or on our Instagram what your favorite things to do during summer are because we definitely want to know. And I hope you have the most beautiful of weeks.